0: what up friends this week i want to be talking about uh recent injuries the 520 download um my epiphany and thoughts uh players popping off in the nba news in the nba and my thoughts on all the news in the nba and finally what secrets i believe are playing a part in the suns and the lakers current success hello what up my name is ke I'm a fantasy basketball nerd trying to come out on top in my fantasy league this year. I believe in strategies and mindsets over a hot take and evaluating this game by diving deeper into the stats while trying to spot out any X factors for these players. I'm just trying to guide everyone towards a bomb time playing this year, myself included. Without further ado, let's get it. What up, Torch family? Hold up. What up, fam? Welcome back to another week of Torture Fantasy Basketball. I'm your host, Ke. I know the ones listening are mostly my friends, so if you could just do me a, a spat solid here, yeah. If you guys would be, you know, just homies, just go into the the podcast app on if you have an iPhone or whatever wherever you're listening on your to your pot this podcast. Uh, really helpful if you just like give me a five, like a like I'm a Lyft driver, bro. Just Give me a five just the any old lift driver that took you from A to B that's all I'm doing here so yeah rate me thank you friends hopping right in injuries if you have any majorly injured players this year this game probably feels like a lot of work so here's my oh dear God list for players that are injured or just got injured so I'm sorry if you're on if you find a player that you have on this list um we'll start with number one Chris Middleton is out till December fourth looks like. Sorry guys, it looks like the Bucks. I mean, Giannis is going into his God mode pockets, so it doesn't really look like there's anyone to pick up on the Bucks right now. Um, so nothing to do there. Kyle Lowry uh, again is out till November twenty third. Gordon Hayward updated to now Christmas Day. That's when his when they're expecting him to come back. For those of you guys who have De'Aaron Fox, God sucks. He uh, hurt his ankle, so he's going to be back December 20th, looks like. That's what they're saying. The uh, biggest beneficiaries from this, looks like, are going to be Bogdanovich and Buddy Heald. And so if anyone's tuned in on Saturday, it looks like D'Angelo Russell hurt his thumb. If available on your waivers anywhere, uh, Alec Burks might be a good pickup. I personally wouldn't hope for too much, just because the Warriors are pretty trashed in terms of injuries and people on the sidelines. Um, Otto Porter Jr., December 1st, likely even more time. So that's the big news. Um, The next few players are going to be the smaller players, the role players of the teams. So keep an eye on them, but don't stare too long. Starting with Eric Gordon, out till December 14th. Kevin Huerter, out till November 29th. Uh, Karis Lovert, thumb injury, out till December 14th. And then Avery Bradley, looks like he's going to be out. Lower leg injury till November 26th. small addendum looks like kevin love kevin love might be injured his knee injured dear god okay 520 download time or it's usually 420 but today it's 520 because uh there's a team that's gonna be playing five games this week and i will tell you that right now it's gonna be the phoenix suns they have five games and they have the highest pace one of the highest pace teams in the in the nba right now so if any of you guys own, I don't know, Ricky Rubio or or Aaron Baines, you're about to have a fat week. Um, there's going to be back-to-backs for the Phoenix Suns on Monday and Saturday, so if you pick them up before Monday or before Saturday, that would be ideal. And then the teams that have two games are going to be the Indiana Pacers, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Orlando Magic. So yeah, I would be wary of them if you're going to be streaming this week. All right, so I'm going I'm to I'm be frank here. All right. Frank is my middle name, so that's why that makes sense. I should have like a Frank se- segment. Frank's thoughts. Um, streaming is time consuming, and it's kind of exhausting. So remember to give yourselves a little break. Um, remember that all the, not all the players that you pick up are going to pan out. I mean, there's nothing you can do except move on. So just be ready to drop the next player and add the next one, I mean, and drop the current one whenever you can. And also, good to remember, is um, teams that do well in the NBA, players that play ball well live, won't necessarily translate to fantasy success. What are some other thoughts? Uh, this one I wrote at the beginning of the week, but, but fool me once. Fool me once. Shame on you. But fool me four times. I will not be fooled four times. My unsupported hypothesis is that the pace of the NBA has reached a meteoric high, um, it's focus on analytics and three-point shooting. It's ultimately impacting the game by forcing players to play in a blitzed and urgent pace, which will ultimately cause more injury. And with all this injury, I think we should, as fantasy owners, be very cautious about the players that we pick up and understanding that players with uh, in a history of injury should be taken with a, a bit of caution going forward. In another vein, um, the increased pace has probably increased the amount of production that we're getting from our players and our uh, fantasy teams. And it looks great on paper, but for the long-term health of these players, I don't know. I don't I don't know if that, that's worth um, having some stats on a sheet. Okay, moving on to news and to some personal thoughts. Paul George is back, Paulie G., drops by with two monstrous games in his first two games back since his shoulder injury and he seems right as rain, so it's going to be pretty epic to see how he does. Papa Gobert is doing great, finally feeding his family with double-doubles for days and some blocks on the side with great efficiency. Fantastic. And good old Mama Walker, or Kemba Walker, is keeping the Celtics together and has brought them to the top spot in the NBA rankings and for many fantasy teams probably, so... They did suffer an upset on Sunday to the Kings, but otherwise, they look great. Especially Kemba, who's really adjusted to Brad Stevens' offense. and He looks like a great leader for that Celtics team. Luka and Trey are looking phenomenal this year. Um, I don't know how long they're going to keep it up. Luka looks like this might be sustainable for him. Good freaking day to anyone who got those sweet, sweet candies in their team right there. I saw on NBA Reddit that Gian- Giannis has been hitting his threes in the last two weeks. They talk about it like he's learned how to fire a rocket launcher in-game. <laughs> I checked NBAStats.com and it says he's shooting 40%. It's quite scary if you think that he's going to keep doing this for the rest of the year. But typically in these situations, stats will usually regress right back to the mean. For Giannis's case, it's probably around 30%. Bradley Beal has been as usual, the real Beal. My boy's dropping 44 points, like averaging 44 points and shooting at a 65% clip with 8 assists and 1.5 steals. Which, on the rankings chart, he is above Harden. But James, 40 hands, double fist and Harden is definitely the player of the week this week. Not because he's the number one in the charts, but because we just don't know when he's going to stop right at this point Harden is like an enigma he is a question mark and if he keeps going at this rate he will undoubtedly be mvp but again players will usually regress back to the mean for my personal player to watch um i'm gonna pick out a random name for my hat and it's dylan brooks he is um, on the memphis grizzlies and he's 39 percent owned on yahoo leagues he is gradually increasing in touches and usage in the memphis lineup and is right now in the Memphis Grizzlies, the only one providing a positive plus minus, which the plus-minus usually indicates how the team did while he's on the court. Alright, so the last segment I'm gonna do is just personal thoughts, things that I'm feeling throughout the week. Chicago Bulls are the type of team that I'd only want one of this year. I don't know if I personally like to stay invested that long in the Chicago Bulls, but but honestly. I don't want to own more than one Bulls player. I just don't want to watch them play, personally. They just, they're just, they just not fun to watch this year. I don't know. They they kind of seem scattered. And um, having just owning Tomas Sadaransky was a pain in itself, right? Carmelo Anthony, oh, signed with the Blazers since Portland kind of looks like they're in dire straits. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, I, I saw on a recent Reddit post that Someone said, Carmelo, you need us and we need you. So let's make it work. And that's, I'm paraphrasing. So Kawhi sat out back to back games and um, Wiggins didn't, I didn't add him to the injury list this this week because he was out due to uh, his grandmother passing away. So hopefully everything's okay in his family and with his mental state. D. Lowe's long-term health is questionable. Oh, I wrote that at the beginning of the week um, as a personal note. But then he just got injured on Saturday. So I called it. So uh, last week I was really high on uh, Domas Sat- um because of his minutes in lineup. But for some reason, starting the end of last week and the beginning of this week, he's, we started seeing significant usage being shifted actually into Kobe White. Um, so though Kobe is getting more run, I'd say they're giving, and they're giving the rookie the green light to shoot, which would be an interesting development to see if he could be more confident in his game. From an efficiency standpoint, he's taking five on 13 attempts. And so for any teams, especially in points leagues, where uh, you're dinged for field goal attempts and efficiency, this would really hurt. So I I would not, I probably wouldn't touch him personally. Rookies that I've noticed um, has been going, And Doing very well is John Morant. He's playing very well as a rookie on the Memphis team that is really trying to redefine themselves His usage is by far like double uh, the amount close to any other teammate on his team And the minutes there are are safe. He's given he's been given the green light to go and he's running this team right now personally, I'm mostly worried about um, just in any sport in uh, I digress to a different topic, but in kung fu or in martial arts, you, the first thing you learn is how to fall, right, and learning how to properly cushion your blow. Um, you'll see the the most uh, durable athletes will do this in a, in a good way. LeBron cushions his blow. He looks to scan the floor to see where he's going to fall before he does. John Morant, when I watch him play, um, he falls on his body. He kind of reminds me of that QWOP game that we used to play um, where you control. A limp stick figure person through like three, four controls QWOP. Um, that's what I see when I see John Morant. And I'm very worried about his long-term health. But short-term, he looks great. The final thing I wanted to talk about today was two teams. The Los Angeles Lakers and the Phoenix Suns. Even though it's only week four, relatively early in the NBA season still, The Lakers stand shining at the top, and the Suns are looking superb with each passing game, and they're sitting at number 5 in the Western Conference. Each team has adopted their own style of play, and it's showing to be very effective as of now in the NBA. On the surface, you could think that certain players are having phenomenal years, Aaron Baines is just a diamond in the rough, and eighties unibrow, and his arms are simply carrying and stopping any encroacher into his territory. But I think it's not just that. Um, I think it's actually the coaches. Uh, For example, the reborn Phoenix Suns. The more Phoenix plays, the more their offense seems to flow. Shoot, pass, or drive. Um, That's the motto for Coach Monty's half-second defense, and the more I watch, the crazier it gets. It kind of harkens back to the John Gruden-style winning championships of focusing on small habits, leading to the Buccaneers' one-time championship in the Super Bowl. This style of play really fits the increased pace of the modern NBA and is forcing these Suns to build habits, of either shooting, passing, or driving um, every time they're given the ball. Um, And they have a half second to make a decision on these types of plays. If this becomes second nature, we might just see an entirely new Suns team by the end of the year. I'm actually interested to see how adding a healthy De'Andre Ayton back into the lineup will do for the Suns team. And personally, I'm hoping nothing bad happens to them, but like I said earlier, with increased pace and off-ball movement to locations throughout a court, it could lead to more injuries, like gases colliding in a space that heat up and move faster. So, the Suns are fast, and their ball movement is fluid, especially with Ricky Rubio on the court now. What about the Lakers? The Lakers, on the other hand, with their new head coach, Frank Vogel, is known for his defensive background, right? However, if we look even further back during his hiring process with the Lakers, he mentioned some things that I think really highlighted his unique yet wizened perspective on the game. So during his years in Orlando in 2016 and 2018, he was on a re- rebuilding Magic squad. And he mentions that he turned it into a laboratory for himself to figure out the new NBA landscape. Um, what he found during his quote-unquote research was, um, was a way to create an offense and defense that matched the current paradigm of NBA basketball. So offensively, he said that he s- saw a new shift that uses the space created with the three to open up an incredibly strong basket attacking team, which we've seen so far with Bron Braun and AD. And on the defensive end, protecting the paint and then spraying out to defend the three-point line is the critical mission, which... So far has led them to snagging the number one spot for defensive rating across the entire NBA. Cool. So I said all these nice things about the Lakers and personally, I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm a little biased, but also they are sitting in the number one spot in the power rankings alongside the Boston Celtics and offensively, the Lakers look um, actually just okay, like just average. They're sitting at 13th in overall offensive rankings, 23rd in pace for this year, and 25th in three-point percentage made. 25th place is actually just above the Golden State Warriors, who look atrocious because of all the injuries they've had. Overall, this is the the antithesis of the NBA, which has essentially promoted and unintentionally through their hand-checking rules and their anti-violence, slobber-knocker agenda that they've promoted since the olden days of basketball. At the end of the day... The Lakers have to sink more threes. Yeah, like that's it. They just they have to make more threes. They are shooting it at a thirty-two point four percent clip, which is really bad compared to the rest of the NBA. Okay, so overall, both coaches have understood how the modern NBA has changed and developed, and have taken the appropriate steps to put their players in the best positions to capitalize on this shift in the modern NBA landscape. What I want to see, personally, is how these teams will develop as they head into the playoffs and further along into the year. But also, very importantly, how these teams will do with the creeping monster of ailments that are hitting all the NBA players for strange but not so strange reasons. Um, Personally, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them continue their standings atop the leaderboard is what I want to say. Um... But just as easily, the Suns could just get hurt because of their high pace. And the Lakers maybe don't, don't find the solution to their three-point buckets. So let's just hope that the rebirth Phoenix Suns stay healthy. And the slow yet deliberate Los Angeles Lakers can finally drain their deep trays to claim the throne as kings of the NBA landscape. And that's all, guys. Remember to give me a rating. Um, really appreciate it. But yeah. Have a good day, guys. Peace.